Hey guys, welcome to the Black You Cool Podcast, where we talk about comic book and sometime anime news for the small and big screen for the past week. I'm your host, Gershon. This is episode 13, and with the intro out the way, let's dive in, guys. So let's talk about the small screen. Um, small screen news. Adult Swim and Crunchyroll are working together to bring more animation um, and more animation adaptions or more animation to the U.S., um, to more distributors. They're partnering together, which is good because anime, well, I meant to say anime. We need to see more anime, especially more good dubbed anime. It would be great. Sometimes it's really hard to find dub anime if you don't use Funimation. Um, Crunchyroll has a nice amount, but with this partnership, maybe they can do more. But also with Adult Swim, they're, for my Canadian listeners, they are getting their own channel in Canada. Unfortunately, it's not happening here in the United States, but they are getting their own channel in Canada. Um, something to do with the merger between... Um, Cartoon Network was owned by I forget what company they were owned by but another company merged together with them Comcast I think um, is it Comcast? it might be Comcast I don't know but I guess they're all under WB now is it WB? or no they might be all under Time Warner now so they're owned by one company so they're not splintered off anymore I guess and by doing this, I guess they're giving um, Adult Swim in Canada their own channel because they're taking away some channels in Canada and they decided to give Adult Swim their own channel. So I don't know if Crunchyroll are going to be using that as well to help distribute more anime, but only time will tell with that. But that's good news for anime. Uh, more places to be able to watch it and view it to help make it more popular and get more eyes on it is always a positive. And on other news, um, they sh- there's been a, there was a like a peek at the Gotham uh, Batman suit. Yes, they're doing the Batman suit in Gotham. I don't watch that show. If you watch that show, you're probably excited about this. Um, but they did another a better look at the uh, suit. And I looked at it, and it looks cheap. <laughs> it looks super cheap. I'm sorry. It doesn't look that great to me. Like, I I feel like could have did a better job with the suit they made, but the suit doesn't look that great. Um, yeah, it it looks it looks like not even a good cosplayer put it together. Like a cosplayer is maybe doing it for a year or two put this together it looks it looks so bad and maybe it was just maybe at the angle maybe they weren't finished but it didn't look that great to me so in my book back to the drawing board on that one i'm sorry but i believe this is the last season of gotham though i believe so i know also gotham they showed um something to do with um bane uh, another image of bane and he looked he looked uh he wasn't that scary um, he looked all right to me. I'm I'm sorry. He didn't look super scary or nothing, but he looked all right. And I just don't. I 
I'm very biased to the show because I don't like the show necessarily. And don't give me that you didn't give the show a chance. I watch like the first four episodes of that show. I really tried to get into it. It just didn't feel like a Batman show. It felt like a cop show with the Batman theme wrapped around it. That's just how I felt. I know they've introduced way more Batman villains at this point, and they've done a lot of stuff with Commissioner Gordon and Catwoman and the kid that plays Bruce Wayne, even though at one point people were talking about he was supposed to be not Bruce Wayne, but the owl, something of that nature. And they got Joker there, which their Joker looks pretty creepy. But then I heard that it wasn't Joker the first time. It was his twin brother, which is just, that's just too much. I'm sorry. That's too much. But if you do like the show, hit me up. Let me know what you think about the uh, Batman costume if you saw it. Hit me up at Black Heat Cool Podcast at Gmail or on Twitter at Black Heat Cool. Let me know what you thought of the costume, if you liked it, if you think it's okay for the series, if you think it works within that universe. Let me know. Okay, in other news, um, Disney Plus has another show they're adding. It's a Marvel show where they do the um, what ifs. So, like, Marvel had these comic books where they would do what ifs. Like, what if a certain character didn't die at a certain point in the comic book history? What if they stayed alive during, so like, Secret Invasion or during Civil War? What if things are like, what if um, Bruce Banner didn't get become the Hulk? What if. Betty became the Hulk. St- Storylines like that. Um, they're going to start doing... I don't know if it's animated or... I'm pretty sure it's probably going to be animated. In like different styles. Um, but they're doing a What If series for the DC... The, I said DC. For the Disney Plus app. They're going to do a What If series. Animated series. Where they do What Ifs with a lot of the characters. Which they can't really do in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as it is. But they're trying to tap into what DC's kind of doing with their movies. Not on purpose, though. When they just do different fractured storylines and universes, necessarily. And they just focus on character. Just that one character and not kind of make it a cohesive universe. So Marvel's trying to have their cake and eat it, too. But they're doing animation. Which you could do a lot more with animation. And I think... It would. It's gonna really work because you've already established these characters throughout the movies one way. These what if storylines will give people a different perspective of these characters, but they've already got a root into what they know these characters are. So when you start playing with them, they can understand that DC kind of did is doing it backwards. Once again, Marvel showing why they're kind of at the top of this game right now with movies. Some TV shows, I, I still say DC are kind of neck and neck. DC and Marvel are neck and neck with TV shows. Animation, DC still up there, but Marvel's trying to come in. Um, hopefully, within this next two to five years, with the new um, them having Hulu, the new shows they have on Hulu, they can bump their animation game up a little bit more. But yeah, that's coming soon to the DC, I mean the Disney Plus, which is still a terrible name, the Disney Plus app, so um, streaming service. So they're definitely rolling out a lot of shows 
for the streaming service. They're really not playing any games for the service. They're trying to make sure they have shows at launch, which I can appreciate. That's the only way you're going to get my money. I mean, you're probably going to get my money because you got Marvel and all of... And you got Star Wars. And you got, like, all the Fox's stuff because you're going to put that on there. So you're getting my money either way. Go, Disney. <laughs> but also, in other news, small screen. This one is small and kind of big screen. So Sony said they have seven to eight years of different Spider-Man projects planned out. So I'm assuming movies and TV shows, the way they put this statement out there, they haven't said on what channels or what streaming services these shows are going to be on, but they've seen very confident in um, hitting you with a lot of the Spider-Man themed shows. That means it, it doesn't necessarily mean it's just going to be Spider-Man. It could be shows about Gronk or shows about Venom or shows about other Spider-Man characters within his universe because that's that's all they have. They have all the Spider-Man and his Rose Gallery and pretty much all the Spider-Man universe. So they can do a Miles Morales show. Like, they can do that. Um, they could do a Gwen Stacy show, which probably would do big right now. Um, but they still plan on doing the Spider-Verse. So I don't know if they want to splinter those off too much to mess up that movie but they can do it i'm i'm very interested to see what they do um with these shows and whatnot yeah i'm really interested to see what they have planned with that um but i mean they're on a hot streak right now venom did very well spider-man and the spider-verse won a, a oscar so they're on a hot streak right now. So they really can do a lot and not mess up. But only time will tell. And other news, I'm gonna... Oh, the Batman vs. Uh, Ninja Turtles trailer came out. I haven't watched it. So give me a second. Let me watch it right quick and give you my thoughts on it. Alright, hold on guys. Okay, I watched it. And it looks so cool! Okay, First of all, I, I still am not a big fan of the Turtles' design in this movie. It looks a little weird. It looks real bulky. Um, not streamlined as I would think it would be. But, apparently, they come to Gotham to stop Shredder. So, you got Shredder there. You got the Foot Clan. And then you got Batman's Rhodes Gallery. Because you got Penguin, um, Freeze, Scarecrow, um, Bane... And you have the Joker. So apparently, uh, and Rajal Ghul. Rajal Ghul is giving the Joker mutant gen, mutant, ah, I can't say the word. <laughs> is giving the turtle mutant gen to spread around the city and destroy the city. Um, You see, they also have Batman, they have Batgirl, and Robin. I can't tell if it's, um, what, it has to be... Uh, Jason Todd? I oh, excuse me. I think it's that right. I think it's Jason Todd, Robin. But I'm like, okay, where's Nightwing then? Because you have Batgirl, like old, not old Batgirl, young Batgirl, kind of new um, 52 comic book Batgirl looks like with the cool looking design. Um, but original Nightwing. 
But the Ninja Turtles seem like themselves. Batman mistakes them for villains, of course, in his city. I didn't like. I didn't like the whole Donatello saying, oh, I thought it was an urban legend. Like, you're giant turtles. <laughs> why would you, why would that be a line where he thought something was urban legend? Like, you're a turtle that can talk and do ninja. I mean, you do karate. I don't know why I said ninja. <laughs> but, like, why would you think uh, Batman is a, a myth? Like, come on. Like, you guys stealthily get around. There's no way you've never seen Batman. Like, uh, that's that's a little weird. But everything else, I'm on board. This looks cool. Um, it looks like it's going to have a lot of nice action. Animation looks fluid. Um, I And I do hope they mutate Batman's rogues gallery. Like, I hope Joker gets mutated. So you have a mutated Joker, which would be cool. Kind of like the um, Arkham game, if you guys played that. That would be kind of cool to see. Um yeah, um, let me know. Let me know if you're excited for this. If you've seen the trailer, are you going to pick it up when it drops? I'm pretty sure it's supposed to come out either at the end of summer or the beginning of summer. I think it's towards the end of summer, closer to fall, maybe, if I'm not mistaken. But I'm going to pick it up because it looks cool. It definitely looks interesting, and I'm I'm interested in watching it. Um, there was something else that... Uh, Raphael said something about, oh, you think I look like a giant bat? <laughs> that was that was funny. Like, no, I'm a turtle. I'm clearly a turtle. And, it, oh, I seen, like, I would love to see Batman fight Shredder. That would be cool. That seemed like a cool little scene they showed off. I didn't even, I didn't see Splinter. Maybe I didn't catch him. But I didn't see Splinter. Let me know if you saw Splinter in that. And the last bit of news for the small screen, um, they've cast... I'm going to pronounce dude's name wrong. Um, Isra. Is that how you pronounce his name? Isra Millers. Isra Morales. I'm trying to pronounce this dude's name wrong. Um, Yeah, they cast him for Deathstroke. I know who dude is. I just probably can't pronounce his name right. <laughs> um, they cast him from Deathstroke for the Titans show for season two. Um, I think they still have to cast uh, his Deathstroke's daughter because she's supposed to be in season two as well. I still have to finish season one. I just haven't had time. Um, yeah, I've been busy. I'm going to finish, at least finish Titans. I'm going to just binge through it and finish it. People say it is really good. I'm at like episode four and it kind of, it's kind of boring to me. I don't know. That's just me. In my opinion, it's kind of boring right now. Um, Maybe once they get together and are a team, it's better. But the fact that Beast Boy only turns into a tiger, it really upsets me. That makes no sense that why he's the only animal he could turn into into a tiger in this series. Please tell me that does not that changes throughout the series that he learned to turn into a hummingbird or a seal or something else. That's not a green tiger that just bewilders me. Why your name beast boy? Cause you can turn into a tiger when you just be tiger boy. Like, uh, I'm sorry. That was a little bit of a tangent. Um, yeah, but Oh, one more piece of news. If you haven't seen it, it's a new Netflix show. It's an anthology show. Um, Oh, I, I, I forget the name of it. 
I know the name, but I, I want to make sure I say it right. It's called Love. What's it called? Love, Death plus Robots. I I binged the whole thing. It's like I think it's like twenty. Uh. Just under 20 episodes, maybe. They're all between 10 to 5 minutes. One is like 16 minutes long, which is really good. Oh, the longest one is like 17 minutes. Yeah, so from 17 to about 6 minutes long, some of them are. And it is really good. It's it's definitely for adults. So put the kids to bed, then put it on, and trust me, you will enjoy it. Some of them are not that great, but still thought-provoking. Some of them are just amazing animated. They're mostly animated shorts. Some, like, computer animated, some drawn animated. But it is really good. Um, definitely worth checking out. So check that out. It's on Netflix if you get a chance to check that out. It is awesome. It is really cool. I'm not gonna lie. The f- the first the first one is really really good. Check that one out. Um, yeah. Uh, actually, hit me up. Let me know if you're watching. It. I've seen a couple of people on Instagram are watching it. Hit me up on Twitter, Blackie Cool. Hit me up at Gmail. I mean, hit me up at the email, Blackie Cool Podcast at Gmail. Let me know if you watched it. Are you? thinking about watching it or are you almost finished or did you just binge it almost binged it one day it took me two days but it was really good okay so that's the end of small screen news um like always let me know if there was something i missed something that you wanted me to talk about that i didn't talk about i'm just one guy so sometimes i miss stuff let me know hit me up at blackie cool podcast at gmail or hit me up on twitter um, or hit me up on Instagram, Blackie Cool, and let me know if there's something you want me to talk about next time in the small screen section. All right, let's move on to big screen. These are the big screen things, people. So, um, as you know, Captain Marvel came out and it just blow blew out the water. The first two weeks, it's already at I think seven hundred and like. Ah, $20, $30 million. It's very close to... It's already half... Oh, it's already past a half a, a half a billion mark. Or on the way halfway to a half a billion. Or halfway to a billion. So it's already past that, which is amazing in itself. Alright, like I was saying, big screen news. Uh, with uh, Captain Marvel doing so well... Uh, it's close to hitting a billion dollars, which is amazing. Um, the reviews came in, people are still hitting it like 79 Rotten Tomatoes. If you want to check out my review, uh, it's go to Blackie Cool on YouTube. You can check out the review there, or if you're on YouTube already, there'll probably be a link in the corner. You can check out my review of it. Um, yes, but it's also paving a way to end game right now. It's People, a lot of people feel they need to watch this and know about Endgame. That's one of the reasons why it's doing so good. And I believe that's one of the reasons why it's doing so good. And because Marvel's already got people accustomed to going to see their movies like it's the next chapter in this giant story they're telling. So they've worked their magic there, slowly made these things more chapter-oriented 
episodes for a bigger picture, and it's amazing. But uh, hit me up. Let me know if you've seen Captain Marvel, if you're going to see Captain Marvel, what you thought about it. Hit me up at Blackie Cool on Instagram, Twitter, and Blackie Cool Podcast at Gmail. Um, other news besides Captain America, Captain Marvel making so much money. Um, Transformers: The Last Night sequel. They're still working on it. I figured they would just re. They said that Bumblebee was a reboot, so I don't know why they're still working on Transformers: The Last Night sequel. If Bumblebee's your reboot, start there. That makes no sense why they're working on that. You, you you got a decently new lease on this franchise. Don't mess it up by doing something stupid and retreading going back to the old one. Let that go. That one's dead. Pretty much dead. You have this new start. Start there. Um, definitely use Bumblebee. Move, move them forward with Bumblebee. That's where you go. That that's your gold right now, but apparently they're still working on that sequel, which makes no sense. Um, but that's what they're doing. In other news, the Doctor Strange two director teased the possibility of introducing Namor, the sub the the sub Samaritan, and I don't know if I'm saying that right. Well, they talking about introducing Namor into the Doctor Strange 2. Um, Kevin Feige did talk about wanting to put Namor in there, but he says there's still a lot of rights issues with it. So it's not as easy as just plopping that character into their movies. He's still technically owned by other companies and not Disney Marvel, as they're considered now. So that is a problem. And they're working, seem to be working on trying to rectify that so they can put Namor into the MCU, which would be cool. And I understand why they want to do that, because Aquaman being DC's biggest movie at this point, like it made a billion dollars. So I could see Marvel wanting their own aqua aquatic superhero out there now, um, to make sure they keep their dominance as they've been doing um, throughout this movie journey with superheroes in this new era of superheroes. Um, so I can see why the push for Namor is important to the Marvel Cinematic Universe and Kevin Feige. Um, in other news, the there's been... There's rumors, but they finally come out and just said it, that the Suicide Squad is a full reboot. Um, I don't know how they're going to do that with Mar um, Margot Robbie still playing Harley Quinn, but it's supposed to be a full reboot. Um, it's not a soft reboot. It's supposed to be a full reboot. It's not a continuation. It's not Suicide Squad 2. It's a full reboot. So James Gunn is writing a brand new Suicide Squad. Um, and this goes along with DC with her with their new, like, not necessarily in-the-box um, storytelling anymore, our conjoined universe. They seem to be 
really keen on separating everything and they're totally fine with that it seems the way so the suicide squad is a full reboot of the suicide squad so we're going to be a basically be reintroduced to the suicide squad they as i told talked about last week they got different characters in the suicide squad this time they still have deadshot and harley quinn but they also have i think it's um polka dot man rat king um king shark um peacemaker and i know there's one other guy Maybe that's it. Or maybe there's still something to be announced. But yeah. I mean, I'm excited that it's kind of a full reboot. And since you already replaced Will Smith, you might as well just full reboot it. Um, But also, on the talks of James Gunn, technically he's back. I mean, technically. Marvel has decided to re-enlist James Gunn. To do Gardens of the Galaxy 3. So he's back at Marvel. As well as DC. James Gunn's got just a handful of fortune right now. So he's going to continue his Gardens of the Galaxy trilogy. And he's going to help DC. Start. Hopefully start a trilogy of their own. With um, the Suicide Squad. There's also been rumors that. That Disney never really let James Gunn go. They just, you know, kind of put him on the bench um, at this time, but they couldn't publicly say that because they had to look out for their best interests. And at the time, they were dealing with the whole merger with Fox, and they didn't want their shareholders to get worried about, you know, this incident and whatnot. So they publicly denounced James Gunn, but it seems like privately they never really... um, were on board or letting him go. They always felt they wanted to work with him. At least that's the rumors in Hollywood right now. That's what I've heard from a couple different sources. Um, I don't know if James Gunn knew this or if this is just something Disney played real close to the vest. But, I mean, the guy's making you money. I understand you keeping him, but it does. The jokes were terrible, terrible but they are old jokes, and it, it it makes you wonder, like, Kevin Hart had homophobic jokes, and he was supposed to host the Oscars. People got such an uproar about it, and the Oscars decided to not have him. And, or, well, they, they said they would have but he had to do another apology. And the man has already apologized numerous times for these old tweets. These are old. These are not recent tweets. These are old tweets. He just said, "I wasn't. I'm not gonna apologize anymore for this. I I did it. I uh, I lived up to it. I took claim of it, and I apologize for what I did. And I'm trying to move past that. That was in my past. We all do stuff when we're young and stupid. He apologized for it, but to have him continuously keep apologizing, it seems weird. But then you have James Gunn, who also did something in his past." He got fired, uh, supposedly. He apologized for it, yet he is getting this second chance to say. Um, It makes you wonder, like, uh, why is it okay for James Gunn to come back and not Kevin Hart? And there was, like, 
people outraged that um, James Gunn got fired over these tweets. But those same outraged people were mad that Kevin Hart was hosting the Oscars. So it's it's a weird situation, I would say. Um, yeah, but uh, that's about it for big uh, screen news. As always, hit me up. Let me know if I miss something that you're interested in talking to talking about that I missed this time. I'll definitely get in there time to talk about it next uh, episode. As always, you can catch me at Blackie Cool on Twitter or Blackie Cool on Instagram. And you can email me at blackiecoolpodcast.gmail. All right, that's the episode. Um, I want to thank you guys for listening. I want to remind you that you can catch the podcast on YouTube at Blackie Cool. You catch it at Anchor, Spotify, and other places where podcasts can be found. You also can go to Anchor um, webpage, not the app, and you can go to my profile. And if you choose to support me, you can throw in a dollar, be a monthly subscriber for a buck. Um, That would be greatly appreciated. But you also can support me by just sharing the podcast and sharing the YouTube channel. That's also greatly appreciated. So do either one. Both would be nice. And I will love it. But one will be just as good. Either one you choose. As always, guys, appreciate you listening. Oh, I forgot. I really didn't have anybody. Well, that's a lie. I had a, um, I forgot the username, but they commented on my, um, my Alita Battle Angel spoiler review and gave me, um, some information about the comic book that I had not read and told me the differences between the movie and the comic book and why certain things did seem jarring with the movie and they're real nice about it. I really appreciate them leaving the comments and taking the time and not being kind of a, um, I don't want to say that word, but being very nice about informing me of how the comic book goes compared to the movies and, you know, having a dialogue with me, that was really good. And I appreciate their feedback. Um, also had my friend Bo give me, uh, his, uh, comment on my Captain Marvel review. Bo, if you're listening, I appreciate it. We don't, we didn't like the movie as the same, um, we didn't have the same opinion on the movie, but we still are friends and we can still talk about it. Also, Bo, hit me up on, about the podcast. Let me know how you think it's going. Um, as always guys, I appreciate you guys listening and appreciate you guys taking your time and listening to the podcast and i'll see you guys in the next one well i'll talk to you guys in the next one all right